Good afternoon or morning or whenever you're listening to this, Tampa Bay. I'm David Warner, Editor-in-Chief of DuPont Registry, Tampa Bay, and here's another episode of Tampa Bay Talks. And we have as our guest today um, the Executive Director of a wonderful organization, which we'll talk about, the Children's Cancer Center, and that would be Ms. Patty O'Leary, Executive Director for 10 years, is that correct? Currently going on 11 Oh, going on 11. Oh, my gosh. Um, so uh, they, they do wonderful things. I, I want to talk a little bit about that. There's some special events coming up uh, this uh, in October that we'll talk about. But uh, let me just ask you first. Um, oh, oh, well, we need to make a footnote here for those of you who might be concerned. Neither one of us is wearing a mask. Uh, and, uh, well, we have a – would you want to explain – why that is in what in well, part sh- sure we brought our masks <laughs> however i am currently six weeks out i'm considered a covid survivor mm. um i currently have the antibodies which makes it safe for me to sit close to david today so we went out on a limb and felt that we would be mask free and i have tested negative myself so uh we're uh we're still recommending that all of you out there who don't have these credentials yet, um, please wear masks and stay apart from each other as uh, much as you can. Uh, unless you're in a giant um, celebration of the Bolts winning the Stanley <laughs> Cup like last night. <laughs> but there are exceptions to every rule. Anyway, um, so Patty O'Leary, um, welcome again. Uh, tell us what drew you to the organization. Well, I've always had a passion. Um, for helping children and really children and their families. So by trade or by schooling, by education, um, I am an educator. So I started out as an elementary certified teacher in upstate New York. Really, Um, I loved what I did. I spent two decades working with students on both ends of the spectrum, students that perhaps were at risk and those that were more on an accelerated path. I was the franchise owner and executive director of Huntington Learning Center here in the greater Tampa Bay area. Yeah. So I always knew that that was my calling. It always fed my soul. I knew that I wanted to make an impact in lives um, of children. I never thought for a moment um, that I could be so fortunate to land in the position that I have. So really my path was one of um, an unexpected opportunity. I would met someone involved with the organization. They knew my credentials, you know, given my business background, given my education was really just a great combination to lead an organization that's pro heavy and then still has to raise the financial funds um, because we are all publicly funded you know Mm. we do not get any government grants Mm. and it's worth noting important to note that Children's Cancer Center is focused on the families of children who are battling cancer or chronic blood disorders on a daily basis and that family focus is is really um, distinguishes you I think from some other uh, organizations that are helping fight childhood cancer is that right absolutely you know we really are very fortunate in Tampa Bay because we not only have amazing hospitals you know that are on the front lines and they're dealing with the medical aspects mm-hmm. of the diagnosis we also have wonderful nonprofits here in the greater Tampa Bay area that are focused on raising funds for the cure but we're really everything about their immediate needs and, and you know if you've never walked that journey sometimes people don't know what that looks like yeah. you know what I mean and it's a lot of financial support a lot of educational support um, and more than anything we have a lot of emotional psychosocial programs to keep that family together how many families are helped each year about well 
Annually, we are serving, we're carrying in our database a little over a thousand families. Wow. Um, so we say a thousand children, but then we that embodies their whole family. So the numbers are large. I mean, our footprint is five counties. Um, and really, in essence, the Children's Cancer Center here in Greater Tampa Bay will support any child that's being treated at one of our three oncology pediatric hospitals so they qualify um, so David it would not be uncommon that let's say a family came from Minnesota um, they come to John Hopkins all children's hospital um, for a bone marrow transplant during that very long process maybe months on end that they're here they are eligible for all of our services for free oh really yes. oh that's great and tell me about some of your services. What are some of the programs you provide to families? Sure. We probably wouldn't have enough time to go through okay. all 24, <laughs> but I'll highlight those that I think maybe the listeners can relate to. But, you know, our cornerstone is our oncology support group. Uh -huh. um, we call it Family Connection Night. And really the basis of that is so that we bring families together that can relate on a different level, right? For a mom to sit down with another mom whose child also has a brain tumor, that mm. goes so far okay. in their life. Um, more importantly for a child who is diagnosed for them to meet other kids on the similar journey that can understand their challenges you know emotionally mm -hmm. socially it's a very difficult time for these kids so what we do on Thursday evenings is we provide a meal we partner with one of our local restaurants we have amazing partners here that donate the food um, you might see upward of maybe a hundred sometimes 120 people will show up to our facility they'll have a meal um, after an hour of eating the parents are provided a facilitated support group sometimes we bring physicians in sometimes we bring financial people in to talk to them about their finances um, and then for the kids on active treatment and their siblings I always say it's it's the most organized chaotic scene you could ever <laughs> see but really we're about allowing children to be children again and mm. so we have art therapy music therapy we have a sport court a playground it's really about giving them choices and mm. giving them at least a couple of hours to put that diagnosis behind because there's so much of their life is about therapy and sure. medicine and everything else I I September uh, and we're recording this on September 29th so almost the end of uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month is that correct correct it's National Childhood national. Cancer Awareness so researchers organizations that are about immediate needs we're all working together to just raise that awareness I notice on your Facebook page that uh, you are doing a, sep tale, a September Tales, Tales of September. Tales of September. Is that because of children, kite. because of today, this is a... Uh, uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, or do you do that every month? Well, we do feature, so that's a great question. So it's twofold. We really did a much more aggressive campaign called Tales of September, the play on the kite, because that's our logo, Kids Should oh, Fly okay. Kites, not Fight Cancer. Oh, is so that your slogan? Our slogan is, yeah. So our logo is the kite, uh -huh. and it's helping children and families cope. But the original slogan and why Dr. Jan Judas chose the kite, our original founder, one of our original founders was, it was very nostalgic in her life. And mm. she said, you know, here she was a physician, a leading physician here in Greater Tampa Bay. And she was the first one to say, listen, kids should be flying kites, not fighting cancer. Mm. So the kite became our brand logo. Um, and we do kite tales. And yes, during the month of September, we highlight 30 stories um, of different children that are in the battle. Some are survivors and and unfortunately far too often some of the highlighted children have passed and so their families will write their story um, and the legacy of that child um, but on our website reoccurringly we always have comments and quotes and, and featured children well I was really struck by some of those stories because there were survivor stories 
and there were uh, those heartbreakers. Uh, I there was, gosh, I don't know how you get through a day <laughs> in a job like yours without like starting to cry at one point or another. But anyway, um, the uh, the the guy Jaden, who was a really young. Um, promising soccer player, and 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 it was a well-told story on your Facebook post that every two steps forward, there's one step back mm-hmm. until finally, I guess, in his teenage years, right, sixteen or so. He or was fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. and 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 lost the battle, but and but then someone like Rosie, who mm-hmm. went, who had lots of. Um, problems that associated with being uh, suffering from cancer that were more social as much as anything else, and and she's making her way. She's she's survived. Rang the bell. She, she rang, rang the, bell. the bell. Right. Have you been there for one of those bell ringing ceremonies, or have you ever seen these kinds of things? It's a regular occurrence at the Children's Cancer Center. Oh, is it? So thankfully to a family that did lose their child to cancer, they donated a bell. So the Children's Cancer Center has our own oh, bell sweet. hung in the room. So on these Thursday night oncology support groups or some of our family fun events, um, we will highlight children that within that month have rang the bell, and it's very celebratory. And then we move those families up. It's kind of like a moving on process, like a rite of passage, and then they go into our survivorship program, huh. and they get to become part of a different community. They hold on to the community that they've cultivated such great relationships with, but then they get to move into this survivorship group because, you know, we always all remind people as you ring that bell and you celebrate it, but it doesn't necessarily go away. No. You know, there's a high percentage of children that have late effects. Uh, um, oftentimes they have post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. um, because of the evasiveness of the treatment um, and it could they could have physical impairments, cognitive impairments mm. from radiation. So those support groups it's really vitally important that we continue them even into survivorship. Mm-hmm. And they become a resource, I would imagine, for the families of, of children who are still coming through it. Sure. If you're a survivor, even though maybe your future is, is still has its, um, you know, un, unknowns, you can still talk about the journey you went through and talk to families. Absolutely. Yeah. The support that they give one another mm-hmm. is priceless, I, I have bet. to say, from a parent level to a child level to a sibling level. You know, we we oftentimes, when you were asking me some of my favorite programs, um, we have a program at the Children's Cancer Center called Big Buddy, um, similar to Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we match a sibling of a diagnosed patient with a second-year medical student at USF. We have a collaboration with USF. So you can see it's mutually beneficial. Not only does the sibling really get a chance to have the focus on them, because it's natural that mom and dad, all the energies and the resources are going to the diagnosed child, the neighbors, grandparents, everyone rallies around. And, right. and oftentimes those siblings are isolated. Mm. They harbor guilt. Sometimes they harbor anger and resentment. Mm-hmm. And so now they have a buddy. That's and all guilt their for own. feeling angry. Oh, right, right, oh right. it's a vicious cycle. Right. And now they have a buddy. That's all their own. But it's a buddy that understands the medical aspect of their sibling. Um, and then the return that we give to these USF medical students is it teaches them to humanize the diagnosis wow. and, and they get to see on the back end what a family goes through mm. and how devastating it can be financially and emotionally yeah that's so. really important yeah I think I mean I think there's more and more medical education that's going in the direction of saying you know it's not just another number to check off in your chart sure. there's a whole family of in a circle that you need to be aware of sure so um, 
I'll mention this a couple of times, but if you're interested in donating or being part of uh, any kinds of these programs or you have um, would like to get the help of Children's Cancer Center, go to childrenscancercenter.org. That's uh, no apostrophes or nothing in that, childrenscancercenter.org. And there are events coming up where you can participate directly and, and help um, raise funds and have fun at the same time, uh, uh, raise funds for Children's Cancer Center. So one of those um, is Clays for Kids. October 8th. You want to talk about that? Sure. It's a clay shooting event, so COVID compliant. So for those of you that maybe have felt a little bit isolated, this is a chance to get outdoor so that you know you can still have appropriate distancing. Maybe you can come with a group that you feel comfortable with. But um, on October 8th, that's a Thursday, starting at noon until 5 o'clock, it'll be out at Tampa Bay Sporting Clays. That's up in the Lutes, Lutes. Land Lakes area. It's a little bit past Lutes. It's Land Lakes. Um, it's an opportunity for you to um, participate in sporting clay shoot while a hundred percent of the money we raise benefits the local children and families that we serve here oh, there's lunch provided by Panera Bread there'll be refreshments um, you know before and after it, it's really a great time um, and this is really for um, you know seasoned and novices if you've never you know shot before you know you'll get a tutorial before you go mm -hmm. out and there's people on the course that can help you so um, it could be a bucket list item if you've not oh, tried it great that sounds like fun. I noticed Panera Bread. I looked at, um, looks like you have beautiful headquarters in Cyprus and Tampa. And um, Panera Bread's, uh, there's a plaque outside for Here. Panera Bread. They must be major partners of yours. Is that? They are. The they are really, they are to date, they are our highest financial contributor really? with huh. several initiatives. Not only were they instrumental in the exterior renovation that really gave us a well needed facelift mm -hmm. to make that environment more welcoming to the families. Um, ongoingly throughout the year, um, they solely fund a program called Students Achieving Through Interactive Learning. Um, there's a great focus on keeping kids um, with their head abreast in school, learning interactively to help accelerate their grades. We do SAT preparation. Oh. Um, and for, for children who are being supported by Children's Cancer, cancer Center. Center oh, correct, really only for children supported by the center. And we've huh. given out annually for the past 10 years, $65,000 in scholarships to kids that are survivors or on active treatment entering secondary education programs. So that could be state colleges, universities, or trade schools. Um, and this is solely through Panera Bread's partnership with the community because mm. those change roundup boxes that you see at the yeah, register, it's right. called Need for Knowledge. Uh -huh. Drop your change in there and you'll be directly helping one of the children at the center. Really? Yes. I know where I'm going for lunch. This is <laughs> great to know. I didn't know that. Another project which I thought was just terrific, and I want one of these, is the coloring book. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, that is from Will, and that is in Will uh, Crabtree. Tampa Printing. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa Printing. Printer. It's on yeah. Kennedy. Tampa Printer. It's Tampa Printer. Tampa Printer, yeah. Kenny, I know Will on a first name basis, and I have Claire, my marketing coordinator, <laughs> who works with him. So I apologize to Will for screwing up the name here, messing it up a little <laughs> bit. But oh my gosh, he also is extremely philanthropic with his time and his donations to us. And he really was. Um, the brainstorm behind that concept of taking like iconic places yeah. in greater Tampa Bay and putting them into a coloring book, which again becomes very childlike. And the 
funds came to the Children's Cancer Center. That's so, great. are, are they still available? The coloring books? I believe they are on Tampa Printers website. So you okay. have to go directly to Tampa Printers website. Um, and I, I think they make great birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. Yeah. yeah. So we really encourage you because that money does directly affects someone's life tomorrow. And these are our community neighbors and friends and family. So. And the drawings are really well done, um, and uh, every iconic uh, landmark you can think of, from the minarets and, at the University of Tampa to the Dali Museum, and if you and. Uh, he, he also um, recruited local artists to do some of the drawings, Absolutely right? Absolutely correct, he uh -huh. did. Mm -hmm. That's great. So it's a support in a number of ways sure. for, for the community and for the Children's Cancer Center. There's a guy named Brad who's got a big 50s battle or something. Brad, Brad Brad's big 50 battle I found on your site who's challenging people to do uh, the, the Murphy workout or a Murph workout. I, I'm not clearly somebody who knows his workouts, but um, <laughs> check that out on their Facebook page, Children's Cancer Center. I, there was a stampede of some sort, and uh, Kendra Scott, I noticed, they were involved in fundraisers that you were having coming yeah. up or going on now, I guess. It is. Actually, the Fall Stampede, um, our partner with the Fall Stampede is Chick-fil-A, and mm -hmm. this is over 36 owner-operators in the greater Tampa Bay area have come together with the center, and we normally do a road race. Typically, it's held the second Saturday in the month of Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Ah. This year, being that we couldn't do a road race, we thought outside the box, and we we did this virtual challenge so really it's not too late because even though tomorrow September 30th you can register your $35 registration fee goes directly to the Children's Cancer Center and you can walk or run tomorrow anywhere from a mile or you could get out and do a hundred miles tomorrow whatever your comfort level is and you've still been able to make an impact you still get a race t-shirt from us you get a chick-fil-a sandwich and we are having regular drawings where 50 participants who registered will win chick-fil-a for a a month Ooh, for free yeah so good. um it's still not too late you've got today and tomorrow oh today and tomorrow okay i don't know when you'll be watching this but today's the 29th tomorrow's the 30th so get out there and run and uh the kendra scott fundraiser that was uh kendra scott annually does a give back to uh -huh. the children's cancer center so you can go online and purchases made through kendra scott we will get a percentage of the proceeds going back to the children's cancer center so, so that's a holiday gift shopping idea it is oh, it is okay good See, we give you gift ideas already, and it's only September 29th. Um, well, this has been really fun talking to you. I, I, I um, think I heard you say that you have some kids, one of whom you just delivered to Tallahassee. Is that correct? I did, yes. I have a 19-year-old that is a sophomore at Florida State, and I have a 17-year-old who is a senior right now at Tampa Catholic High School. Soccer player just got voted nominated for homecoming king so if oh any high school kids are watching you need to vote for jack o that's his campaign jack o for hoco jack o for <laughs> hoco good he's got marketing expertise sure already is. good well um i uh i know pr as a former teacher i was a former teacher myself i was yes. an elementary school teacher when i first got out of college um i, I know how important the uh this kind of organization is not and and I, I love the fact that you're dealing with uh, 
the social construct. Sure. You're dealing with a whole kid, not mm-hmm. just, I'm not just somebody with cancer. I've got a whole life and I want to, and my family is um, experiencing it with me. So it's, it's great to know that. And as a parent as well, I know you must feel especially good when these success stories happen. Oh, it, you know, you, there's you, not enough words. And, and you had said earlier, it's a range of emotions. And one day we cry, we laugh, we celebrate, but really more than anything, it's so important that the community knows is that's what we're more about is we need to celebrate moments with these kids, huh. not knowing, you know, what their diagnosis is going to bring. And so it really all in all, the Children's Cancer Center is for these kids, one of the most happy places that they could oh. possibly go, even in the face of, hmm. of something so devastating. That's great. Well, help these kids celebrate moments and successes and their progress. And you do it with childrenscancercenter.org. You can do it in some of these events we talked about. Uh, or just uh, call Patty O'Leary <laughs> or her assistant, her marketing folks, uh, Claire, who's here with us as well. So um, thank you again, Patty, for being with us. It's been thank a pleasure you, to meet you and talk with you about Children's Cancer Center. And uh, that's it for this edition of Tampa Bay Talks. Uh, we'll see you next time. I'm David Warner. It's a DuPont Registry Tampa Bay. Find us on DuPontRegistryTampaBay.com. Our new issue just hit your mailboxes. Uh, and you can also find it on our website at DuPontRegistryTampaBay.com. It's our home design issue. It's full of beautiful pictures and interesting stories about people in the design world. So um, talk to you again soon. See ya.